Action Park Media. Welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Ellen. I'm Kevin Dillon. I'm Kevin Connolly in the booth. You are not in the booth. I'm in your booth. I don't or, want you in my booth anymore. <laughs> That's listen, my booth now. I like that chair. Doug loves me in here. I like it, right? Isn't it cool in there? You feel a little more freedom? I hate it. Connolly sits behind me, and I never know what he's doing, when he's going to jump oh, on yeah. me. I don't mean jump on me, but jump <laughs> Ew, into dude, a you wish. and interrupt <laughs> you me. Wish. You wish. <laughs> so anyway, a couple of things. First of all, we're moving up at HBO. I don't know what to tell you. We're in the aspirational architecture section now. So if you want to find Entourage nice. in aspirational architecture, someday we'll Make that's it, a move up, dude. I, I was going to say, sounds like a, maybe a step back. It's a lateral move. At best, it's a lateral Someday move. we're going to make good comedy, great comedy. Must watch, you know. <laughs> Must yeah. watch. Someday. So anyway, uh, our social giveaway officially closed. Congratulations to Evan Thompson from San Diego. Everyone make sure to follow the Victory page. But Evan won an amazing custom no cornhole shit. board and nice. some good merch. Dylan got the free Chicago cornhole board. I didn't know. realize it was for you. Too. Yeah, well, and also I Laura mean, Rush paid for that yeah. as well. Who's a friend of yours, right, Doug? I mean, She's one of my best friends. She's my friend. <laughs> All right, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back. Although the rats chewed through some of my cornhole bags, so uh, <laughs> sounds weird. What do you say? Because right? your mind's always in the gutter. You can never get it out of there. I had absolutely nothing to do with this contest, and I actually was embarrassed to say, "What is this contest thing that I keep seeing?" But it was oh, a pretty oh, successful. It was very successful contest, people right? Got, people were into it. Yeah, and the board. It really is. It's a thousand dollar thing. And the merch is amazing, which by the way, were there LEDs in that cornhole? I'm not sure, but just mine for, doesn't have LEDs. Doug's does. For everyone's <laughs> knowledge, we got some great new merch out and you know, this is not a money grab as Kevin Dillon will say, you know, we do this. It's not really for big money. If that were to happen, we'd all be thrilled. Yeah, no, I'm not going to complain. You know, but we got some great shirts. So if you like mm-hmm. what we're doing, buy a shirt, buy a hat. Whatever. It's fun. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. By the way, we could, we could probably sign the uh, cornhole boards for the guy too, if he wants it. I'm sure he doesn't want it. So, and then you might have to fly to his house. <laughs> gonna, oh, did well, you actually ship it out? Right, He's not going to ship it out. I mean, maybe sign a sign a sticker and slap <laughs> it on the cornhole board on the back of the cornhole. Bill will drive down to San Diego during one of our podcasts. And, uh, also, to the. Uh, APM Victory Film Festival, three-minute short film festival. They're, the submissions are, are rolling in now. Though. Oh, yeah? So we're How more many? than 30. We're more than, we're probably, okay. yeah, probably 50, 60 submissions. Again, March 31st or April 1st is the deadline, and then we're going to get into picking the winner. Yeah. So you got a little while where longer. Going? Where is Kevin Dillon going? I'm, I'm going to Jackson, Mississippi. You got Why? the movie. I got Yeah, doing a movie, which I'm not supposed to talk about too much it's right okay. now, but it's uh, it's good. It's, a, it's the lead in a cool action movie. I'm an action superhero now, unlike you. Right. You're number one not, on the cold sheet. Number one on the cold Yes, sheet. I'm number one. Enjoy yeah. that for 18 days. I had it for 10 years. Um, <laughs> More than that. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever it was. Dylan, so the offer pending meeting worked out. Yes, it you, did. You had your offer. You yes, had your meeting. And yeah, it worked out. And it worked out. Yeah. I have to get into something because we're, you're going to start this movie, which is great. And then I want to get into a recap about our amazing interview with Charlie Sheen. But what I want to talk about is something that Connolly mentioned to me on the phone the other night. First day in the new house, season three, since we're on season three. You guys walk in. 
I want to know what the recollections of this. They tell you, whoever the line producer is, there's four bedrooms in this no, house. No, we're shooting. We're shooting. Oh, okay. Dylan <laughs> <laughs> knows what's what. Dylan, yeah. So we're shooting at this this mansion. The uh, I mean, Was it the Phil Spector mansion? As dark as that might sound. Did we think, shoot at Phil Spector's actually house? I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think, think it was so. the one where the incident was, but he might have lived there at some point. Anyway, so. just so everyone knows, Phil Spector, one of the great music producers of all time, murdered somebody and went to jail and died in prison. Died, but that's right. I'm not sure what, what house it was. That was right. my all-time favorite entourage house. Are we? Uh, you I know what, guys? I'm a little embarrassed right now because I know it's season three, but are we talking the Victor Maitland house? Which house? No, the Victor Maitland house is gone. That was season two. The house that I broke my wrist at. Oh, yeah, with that uneven driveway. Yeah, that uneven, uneven driveway. driveway. Where James right. Woods pulls up and... Uh, yeah, yeah, that house right there. So Dylan, Dylan broke his Didn't wrist know. playing pickup basketball on extremely uneven bricks while we're shooting. Yeah. Well, in Dylan's defense, they were playing basketball on the scene. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we, we were filming. Yeah, that I, was we, part of the It was the business. rehearsal, and uh, we weren't just clowning around playing right. basketball. We were shooting... Well, by the way, Kevin Dillon, did it sound like I was suggesting blame? No, no, no. Said, no yeah. I, because I, I the only blame of that day was because I left and life was great. And it, was it was your my birthday. birthday. Yeah. And I thought my life was good until Connolly called me and told me. It's over. It's over. The show is done. I'm like, what are you talking Dylan's bone is hanging out of his let me, body. Let me, let me That's tell you something. true, by the way. You know, as somebody who went on to later break my leg <laughs> in, uh, in a scene playing a different sport. I was rattled by the Dylan wrist break because yeah, you were. I think my leg break was a little more subtle. Where Dylan's, you just heard it was a it. compound fracture. You right? just, it, it, it poked, just yeah, it oh. poked out through the skin a little bit. You just heard it, and Dylan's a tough guy, and you just knew that he was. It was the shape of an S. It had a really ugly break. It looked bad. It sounded bad. What's so crazy? Well, I, put my, was I bad. put my my hand in the cold he water. St- by Dylan the fountain. stuck his hand in the fountain, and oh. I was like, Conley ran inside. He turned pale, even paler than he naturally <laughs> is, which is hard to believe. <laughs> It was just hard to watch, you man. Know, I, I was. I was like, I got like I took, lightheaded, I and I had to go up. inside and say, of course you did. You were back at work on Monday morning. But Connolly called me and, and made me sad and crazy. I, I just thought. You, you told it like it was, and that's that's the proper I thing I didn't to lie, do. Yeah. right. But one more thing I have to say, too, on the way. So I got the broken wrist, and we get to Cedars-Sinai Hospital. The guy who's driving, I'm holding my wrist out, so he's looking at it the whole time. It was so ugly. Oh. He jumped out of the van, and this is at the emergency. It's on a ramp. He jumped out of the van to come around and get the door for me, and he didn't put it in oh, park. And now shit. the van is rolling. I got a broken wrist, and he's out. Holy shit. I had to reach over and put my foot on the brake and grab the steering what wheel. What a it was the cr- nightmare. What a nightmare. Uh, now, it was, it was now again, it, it was a serious broken wrist, but still, the way Connolly called me, I went to the hospital. And I remember peering into the room to see you, and it's funny because it was almost like I'm looking at a dying patient because I remember almost <laughs> crying, and I'm like, it was a broken wrist. But I really did think our, our lives were over, our careers were over, and that was the end of it. We've been through some shit. Shit, man. What happened there was I landed on, you know, I was doing a layup. And, and you're not. And I landed you don't on have Adrian's. great hands. We talk <laughs> no, no. About I landed on Adrian's foot. Who's he got not exactly he got uh, John Stockton. You I know, had no landing room. Well, you know what? So, when you're playing basketball with those guys who don't know how to play, it's true. Adrian, yeah. they, they can hurt you. They, they not do on those purpose. My, yeah. my hand landed in between oh, oh, in the, the rocks. Bricks. In, the, in between oh, the bricks. Man. And it just. It was the threesome episode and I I'm pulling into the driveway and I get out of the car and you guys are shooting hoops and you're like asking, so what happened? Uh, blah, blah. That was like yeah, one yeah. of those scenes, you know, well, I'm glad but the funniest upset. thing I remember about this house, Dylan, this is a great stuff. So for everybody that, you know, doesn't know we shoot it, we shoot in these big houses, but there are these windy streets and you, you can't pull a bunch of trailers. Up. We're barely allowed there as it is. Okay. Yeah. You can't bring a bunch of trailers up. So what they would do is when they would bring us to set, we didn't really go back for breaks. We no. didn't go 
go even really back for lunch. We went, we got dressed at base camp. We parked, we got dressed. We went through hair and makeup. We went to the house and we stayed at the house. This particular house, it's got to be a $50 million house, at least. It's amazing. It's amazing. And it had a guest house, a really nice. That guest house is probably worth. Five million. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's a it's a four bedroom guest house, and the idea was we are going to pimp out this guest house. We're going to put flat screens and couches, and they had the bar in there, and they did all these kinds of things, and it was and 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 it was. Me a trailer you had that room. idea, bro. It, I knew that would never happen. Right. Well, even uh, that was still far away from the main house. <laughs> you did that far away. You did have to walk. It wasn't like, hey, I got 10 minutes to kill. Yeah, I'm going to go. It was sit. all hill. Right. Steep. It was all hill. And the minute you got there, they would call you back up. Yeah. But in any event, so there's four bedrooms, four guys. How are we going to do this? So, by the way, it, it was a stupid system, but it, it wasn't my idea. I, I hate to throw Jerry under the bus. I feel like it was Jerry's idea. We pick numbers out of a hat. Yeah. <laughs> I, what, what's a better idea? I know. That sounds what, like what the right idea. I don't know if you remember. We all ran to the house in like first come, first serve right. on the rooms. <laughs> and I got there first. And it just, yeah, and that was like, we got to figure out a way to do this, right? So we pick numbers out of a hat. I right? don't want to jump on you, but I mean, Jerry sounds like he had the right. No, system. no, no, no. Yeah. There was, it, it but, really but it was a fair way to go. No, but it was your, it was, you then had the pick. You had your pick. When there was clearly, this was the best room, this was the second best room, this was the third best room, and this is the fourth best right. room. Right, so there but wasn't with anything your, to pick once it you wasn't had the like a master, then the other ones are all kind of... Right, if you pick number one... Well, it's over. It's done. You would like all, LeBron you, James. So Dylan is holding the one pick. Yes. <laughs> First and, of all... I won the race to the bottom. So they're trying to take my pick away from me anyway. That's a disgrace. So, yeah, I'm a way faster. I'm much, a much better athlete than these guys. Dylan's holding the one pick, and I'm holding the four pick, and I'm sick about it. So you made me an offer. So I said to Dylan, Dylan, what the, what's it going to uh, cost for that one pick? And you're like, what do you mean, bro? What are you talking about? I'm like, what's it going to cost? I'm going to trade up. I'm going to trade up my four pick, slide into the one spot for the number one overall pick. And you're like, well, make me an offer. And I'm like, I'll give you a hundred bucks. She's like, <laughs> you low fuck ball that, me. bro. <laughs> fuck that. Yeah, right. And then I'm like, 150. He's like, forget it. Before you make the deal, understand, we're talking four months. This is essentially going to be your dress. Ten, right, ten months. Bro, this is the 20 episode season. This is the right, episode right, season we did two? 20 episodes. It's like seven or eight months. Right. And I'm thinking, but we didn't have it right away. We were in, well into the season. No, no. We didn't get it right at the beginning of the season. We had that house the entire season. It was Dom. Okay. It was the Dom episodes, the threesome. Remember, that was six. Okay. It was okay. we Dylan's were, trying to minimize this <laughs> trade. It's kind of like. Uh, so I'm thinking like, you know, and also too, the funny thing is, you know, we had just gotten, you know, whatever, we don't talk about money on this podcast, but we had gotten our raises. So everybody got a little cushion, right? And I say to Dylan, 150, he's like, bro, you're so, you're just, you're just like not even, you're, and you're I, not in the ballpark. You're wasting your time. And I'm like, 200 bucks. He's like, Connolly, stop it. And then I remembered that I had a, a $50 gift certificate to the Palm. <laughs> With Palm lobsters. The Palm, right? And I'm like, all right, Dylan, 200 cash right now and a $50 gift certificate to the Palm. And he's like, done deal. <laughs> Maybe not my best. I probably should. Yo, Got more I had. Sounds like the Pau Gasol trade to the Lakers. I had a, I had a view. <laughs> I had a fireplace. You didn't have anything. I had a view. We never went there. I had a we, fireplace. I had a walk-in. I had a bathtub. I had a shower. You I went was there chilling. twice. I was chilling. Twice. We it was too the, far Dylan. away. Dylan's room. What was Dylan's Dylan room? Dylan was in the laundry room. Dylan had a washer and dryer in his Would room. Would you have the last pick? You, you had the last pick. No. Yeah. You took the four pick. But here's the crazy thing. Wait, I don't thing. want to make Dylan First feel bad, all, but this, no, no, we the, were in that the other house three, a lot. The other, I used, no, I used no, to no. go in there a lot and talk to you guys a lot. It, it got, it became 
a little bit more. I think Dylan's I positivity is is blocking no, 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 out no. how we, much you we were, were in there. You guys in would house. nap in there. I don't you remember guys... being in that house a lot. No, remember... If I had your room, I wouldn't have been in there a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there was a certain point where Dylan is like, that was stupid. He, he knew. I, I, like He just got caught up in the palm thing. I don't know what happened. He, I tricked him, right? How bad was this room? So Dylan is in this little room, and he's in like, I mean, I have a California king. Dylan's got a single, like a single bed. Dylan's got a oh, army it. It, was, it, was a, it was a queen-size bed. But he's got the washing dryer. What I liked about it was it was really dark. <laughs> so I was able to take so that. So you couldn't see how shitty it was. It was, like, was kind of hidden off. So if there was a lot of noise, because the, the master bedroom thing. was right off the kitchen. There was a lot of noise over there. The, the funniest part about it is that to get to Jerry's room, you had to cut through Dylan. <laughs> oh, you didn't? <laughs> Dylan, to get to, you had a, I had to cut through Jerry's to get to mine. Oh, that's what it was. So they're trying to get Dylan sleeping and somebody, <laughs> and I'm like, looking, I'm like, what's going on over there? And it's two ADs, like, trying to figure out how they're going to get past the sleeping giant that is Kevin Dylan. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, the other way around. <laughs> oh, they were trying to get to Jerry. No, I, they had to go past Jerry to get to me. To get so to Jerry De- might have been lying down. Jerry's sleeping. Sleeping and they're like trying to get past Cherry to get to Dylan. It was just, it <laughs> While was just Connelly's funny. having massages in I, this Dude, I had a yeah, fireplace. Right. I'm like lighting the fireplace. I'm like, was, it was, was the palm lobby worth it, KD? Yeah, actually it was because we were never in those rooms. I, I don't know what you're talking about, Doug. We were very rarely. It was a hike. I will say once again, I wouldn't have been in your room either. But when you have the master, I would sh- if we wrapped on a Friday night, I'd go take a shower before I went out. You <laughs> never I went showered out to ever. A club. But by the way, Dylan is not he's not high maintenance. He really isn't. Like, Dylan was like, yo, I'm give not. me a dark room and I will just take my nap and I will be ready to go to work. But yeah. Dylan, do you remember that season? That one almost killed us. Well, one and two were both really tough. But, but that three was, long- was daunting. Like one was eight Wait, you episodes. Said three was three was twenty episodes. Okay. How many? Two was. Don't how you many? remember? Two was four. Season one was okay. eight episodes. Season okay. two was fourteen. Yeah. And season three was twenty. But I episodes. feel like the meatheads. Sorry, Doug. No sorry, offense. Doug, no they kind of, you know, all the. Uh, no. Well, that wasn't the meatheads. But Dylan. That said, was season two. Dylan's, was when they were real Dylan, bad. Dylan said this to me, and at the time <laughs> sorry, I was Doug. like, Dylan's Dylan's paranoid, and and he turned out to be right. About and what? I love HBO, and I HBO was very good to us. What, what do you say? They stole a season from us. But by making getting us cheap, season three, they they basically got a whole season out of that where they didn't have to. There was like one, three A and three B because we had yeah. a giant raise the next year. Yeah, they knew that. Not so complaining. Like, hey, like first world problems. We a lot did of really episodes well. at this rate while right. we still can. And you, I was like, Dylan, you what's are, Dylan talking about? You are complaining. Right. You are complaining. complaining you're making a good statement. Statement that you're not making good, which is you guys said, don't be offended by it. I mean, oh, you mean the meathead thing? No, no, no. Well, <laughs> a, I have well, that too. obviously I have nothing nothing to do with that. I didn't even know they were going to split it into two seasons. All I can tell you is Well, it definitely wasn't you guys. Yeah. No, but all I can tell you is for everyone listening out there, and now I feel like a little bit I'm part of the talent now, and I understand what they go through. Yeah. Let me just say to you, it's not about who's more important, because the actors are the most important thing on a show. But the hard work is so much harder behind the scenes. Oh, I was going to say, I don't, can't done. imagine that 20 episodes is any walk in the park for you either. Oh, it's it was, tough. I almost quit several times. I said, I can't, I, I can't do this. And I, and I do mean this when I say this about network television shows that are making 32 episodes. I, it is so mind boggling to they me can do how it, they right. can do it. Cause mm-hmm. I, I was at the breaking point. And also too, that was the last year. Cause season four, we moved to six and a half day episodes. Now going from five day episodes where you shoot an entire episode in five days to six and a half might not sound like a lot, but it's the world. 
Yeah. An extra day and a half takes no a lot of pressure off of everybody. When you look back at it now, because Chris Albrecht, who really put this show on the air and was our great champion, he said, do as many as you can. And I could have, he would have let us do as many as we wanted. So I, I just, I couldn't. I wish now. Like Curb, where they where you have a license to keep banging them out? Kind of yeah, thing? but not even. No, that. he's Maybe. talking about that season. Like oh, if, that, if Doug would have said, let's do 25, they would have done 25. And uh, again, the following season. You want to do 20 now? Until Chris oh, left. Did you choose how many episodes we did a season? Not the 20, but they said to me, if you want to be on after the Sopranos, you got to do 20. Okay. I said, yeah, I want to be on after the Fair Sopranos. Right. So we got that. But then they said the next year, you want to do 20? I was like, I can't. I wish I could have. Well, why 20, though? The Sopranos does 10, well, right? Well, I mean, they, they were putting... A 10 over a year and a half, and then they should disappear for two years. Yeah. Right? But they were doing it in the two-season things. However it worked, I just had to do more to get to the Sopranos. The mm-hmm. following year was different. They said, do as many as you want. And I wish I could have said 50, because obviously it been good a for lot more us. money, right. you know? But yeah. uh, I couldn't. I do just... you wish you added a couple more on there so we would have landed at 100? I mean, I wish we landed at 250. When I look at but the I, Simpsons doing me, a 1,000 episodes, 98 or something, right? Was it to me 96? 96. It, it, it hurts me because yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a round number guy. But Dylan, yeah. do you remember the story? And I'm sure we told this, but I'll tell it again. We were all together, it was the four of us, and I'm I said, This is like now season eight. I said, guys, listen, I think we should offer to do four episodes at our season one rate. So we land at an even hundred. And Dylan looked straight at me and said, Fuck that, bro. You'll be doing those episodes alone, bro. <laughs> Not at a season one rate. You'd be doing those episodes. I might have said, yeah, I'll do it at season four rates, maybe. (laughs) Meanwhile, with the movie, which is 90 minutes, that still takes us to 99. So... I also, did, too, but, Doug, know. the movie was like being on vacation. I mean, Not for the, me. <laughs> well, you yeah. directed it, but come on, bro. We were, like, looking around like, hey, we got time. Let's do another shot. Yeah, like, no, the, the production movie was, was on cruise yeah. control. Yeah. The production was great. The thing that bummed me out about breaking my leg on the movie was how much fun I was having on the movie. Because we knew it was, yeah. you know, it was special and it was so much fun. I still managed to have fun, but... Do you remember what Doug said? What is with these brittle Irish bones on you guys? <laughs> you guys keep breaking. Beer makes bones brittle. Yeah, no shit. So next thing is uh, some sad news. Academy Award nominee Golden Globe winner. Two George, Golden Globes. George Siegel. George Siegel, who mm-hmm. played Murray Berenson, who was named after one of my father's best friends, who also passed away. Passed away yesterday. 87 like literally great f- guy, stellar career, mm-hmm. worked till the day he died. He like was on a fifty show. year career. He's on yeah. the Goldbergs, I think currently. I right. mean, uh, you know, and such honestly, one of the nicest people you know I've ever worked with. And, yeah, uh, he was great, man. Yeah, and so he was a pro. I always lo- love that about you, Doug. You would bring in some of these legends, which was cool. Some well, of the, do you know how that happened? Yeah, guy. this is this is good. Oh. Go ahead, Doug. So I wrote that part, and George was perfect. I could have written it for him, but I wrote it for Richard Dreyfus. Oh, I remember that. And uh, Rich Dreyfus, one of my favorite actors from a million things, mm-hmm. who's also an Oscar winner. But I wrote it for Richard Dreyfus, and the younger crowd would know him certainly from What About Bob, but or Jaws or yeah. Close Poseidon. Encounters of the Third. I worked with the on Poseidon. Poseidon. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. How but was that he, experience? Great, man. I loved him. Yeah. He was a great guy. He actually shot a couple of days in that role, and they had to let him go. And and what it was, and I, I remember <laughs> they, this. I like how he says they. I'm trying to protect you here, Doug. <laughs> Doug fired him. But he refused to 
act Doug's interpretation of the character, basically. <laughs> I mean, like I, he got the he said he said what he needed to say to get the job, and then when he got there, he he did a one eighty on Doug. And but Doug, you know what? It was so different than that, and I don't want to. Well, he's it. Richard Dreyfus, by the way, Triple Crown winner, yeah. Oscar, Golden Globe, Emmy. Wow. But I don't even want to throw anyone under the bus. I know what Richard Dreyfus does, which is a lot and can yeah. do anything, and that's not what he brought to the game. But what happened was we went to dinner the night before. And it was a four-hour dinner, the two of us, and it was, like, really great. And I swear to God, the next day I got to the set, I was like, hey, Richard, do you need anything? He's like, a cup of coffee would be nice. <laughs> and I was like, and I honestly don't believe he had any idea who I was. And no I, way. I'm not saying, I don't want to get into anything about right, what, what was he, going on right, with him, exactly, right. but something was going on with him. And we started well, doing the scenes. Things, you know? It wasn't one of those things like he wasn't interpreting my words right. He was not right. He was not the Richard Dreyfus that I he was doing had dinner with the he night He was before. doing something different. Let's just add to this, which Connolly might not like, because I'll throw you under the bus. Connolly had tickets to the Yankees playoff game that night. And when we got on the set, and we're talking, just so you understand, I want to talk about when we get to recapping our Charlie Sheen episode. When I have these people on the set that I grew up idolizing, I'm a fan too. This Richard is, Dreyfus, we were yeah. all fans. This we were is star This is not like I think people are doing me a favor. I think they are doing me a favor, is what I'm saying. And so when we got on and we did a couple of takes, and Kali looked at me and goes, I don't know what to tell you, bro, but I'm going to be at that Yankee game tonight. <laughs> Wait a minute. The Yankees are playing the Angels or something? Uh, was it was the playoffs. Yankees, the Yankees playing the Angels in the playoffs, yeah. Wow. And also, too, and, and again, they brought me under the bus. You're right. You're I just did say very that. unprofessional. No, <laughs> it was one of those, it was a scene that should have taken Five an minutes. hour, like <laughs> yeah. with with coverage. Mm -hmm. And uh, two hours in, Doug and Richard Dreyfuss are pulling a Brando and Coppola, and they're <laughs> off discussing the scene. Oh, no. Like, they're, I'm yeah. like, they're just not going to get there. Yeah, they're not going to get there. And there's nothing to discuss. He knew what it was, and I don't know what the issue was. But, uh, you know, the funny thing is, Really great. I comment. thought I was a lock for the game. And then I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, holy shit, we still got to turn around. But comedy wow. turn, Kevin <laughs> Dillon. Real comedy turn from Kevin Connolly. He's like, this is sick. Holy shit. Richard Dreyfus, Academy Award winner. Fuck. I'm leaving in two fucking hours to go to that Yankee <laughs> game. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to be in my car on my way to that Yankee game. That was so the Tom Brady episode. We shut it down. And uh, that's right. You know, and, wow. and, and anyway, we were lucky enough to get George Siegel. And it was great. Was amazing. And just like a pleasure. And like I said, he was, I named him after one of my father's best friends who passed away. And he was, you know, what you'd call a mensch. He was a guy who was on the set and just giving and acting like he's not had a more successful career than every single person there by a lot. And uh, just a, a great but, person. But, but, I mean, Time out a second here. Because <laughs> did you get the shot? Did you get the scene? No. With, with so Richard you Drivers? never finished it. No. Or you finished it and you didn't like it. No, we, 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 I mean, I think we started dropping shots. Like we yeah. pretended like we got it. I got you. Okay. You know what? He was, something was up. He was tired. He was whatever the hell it was, but Who knows? we replaced him. We redid it with George Siegel and we brought him in and he was amazing. And sadly, uh, he's, he's gone. You so, know what though? Yeah. We'll say this, like, uh, talk about like celebrating somebody's life. I mean, two golden globes, Oscar nom, and he acted till the day that he died. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Good yeah, for him. Go. Yeah. Rest in peace, George Siegel. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. So yeah. 
And then uh, now to get to another Charlie legend. Sheen. I just want to recap Let's it because talk about it. it was I'm excited. It was really surreal because I mean, one thing I need to talk about, which Dylan, even though he's now an Instagram guy, he doesn't really know what's going on in Instagram. But all of you people on there who keep commenting, "What a great get by Kevin Dylan!" Oh yeah, oh, yeah, Charlie Dylan. Sheen. Dylan's getting the credit for it, and I love it. Kevin love Dylan it. had less to do with it than everyone out there did. I fucking <laughs> literally, I mean, what happened well, was my very presence. I think might have helped a little. It probably, that, did. of course, that it. probably did. And Connolly's probably hurt a little bit, so it was probably even exactly. at that point. But we've been balancing each other out that way for a long. Time telling <laughs> but Eddie Vaughn, this is how things happen. Eddie Vaughn, who actually uh, helped out on Entourage, but he's a stuntman. He's worked with Charlie. We're like Instagram friends, which it's weird when you start talking to people that you don't really meet and you meet them. And he says, you know, Charlie Sheen would love to meet with you, which my reaction, I'm not going to lie, is like, what the fuck am I going to meet with Charlie Sheen about? To be honest with well, you. Well, it's what? funny. It was nice that you told him. You said it right to his face. That's for sure. You told him. I Did I? Yeah. I, you said I had reservations about what I was yeah. sitting into. And just so you know, I love Charlie Sheen, have loved his entire career. I mean... But we all know what happened. And I called Connolly. I'm like, uh, yeah, Charlie Sheen wants me to... And Connolly goes, get him on the fucking podcast. <laughs> get him, on, get the him on the podcast. So I went to this lunch, and this guy could not have been nicer, more humble, yeah, down to earth, smart. Guy. And, and then I called you, Kevin Dillon, and you said, which everyone I spoke to was like, listen, the drugs were the drugs, which they do what they do. But this guy is a great yeah. guy. And, and he looks great, too. He, right? had, yeah, his I mean, eye, he has clear eyes. You could see he's hitting the weights. A he's bit. ready to go to work. Bro. Yeah. yeah. The lunch was amazing. We actually are talking about possibly coming up with a show together. And then I'm like, yo. Is this going to affect the reboot, bro? You would. Yeah, probably. But, oh. you'll, <laughs> but you'd be in this show, both of you. I'm like, hey, what do you think about this podcast idea, which he had no interest in? And then there was this little subtle underlying talk, which I couldn't really get a full story on. But Kevin Dillon. It's all over the internet. I am backing Kevin Dillon on this 100%. It's not that anyone said anything, by the way. There's a picture of Johnny Depp, Kevin Dillon, and Charlie Sheen. It somehow has has gotten out of the internet, and I feel like Charlie was not happy that it was out there. What yeah, I didn't the know that. I well, didn't know that. Well, Dillon's a peeker, but he's not a leaker. <laughs> you know, you know what? I mean? It was my... It was my phone that took that photo. Right. But there was a there was a big reunion of all the platoon guys and uh, everyone. What do you call that when you have you share phones it. and you, you, you share, share the, all right. the all, and I was not the first one out with that. Right. But and, and also, I love the I thought it also too. I didn't Dylan. know it, it was going to uh, that he was going to yeah. be so upset by that. But yeah, yeah I did post it. Also, up. I probably should know you, now that I look back. You didn't leak it. it. You put it on your Instagram. I put it on my Instagram. <laughs> Leaking it would be selling it to the Daily Mail. You put it. Of course not. I mean, Dylan. You know Listen, what? I, th- I, I probably Dylan, shouldn't have done it though, because uh, Charlie right. does not look great. That right, uh, and and I think I think that okay, probably but... was his point. That and it's kind of what he touched on with the Soleil documentary is that like, look, I'm working on rebuilding the image, and like Soleil talking about me taking your virginity when I was 29 and she was 18. It's just a bad look. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many great things she said about me. I just don't need it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, with that picture though, and and no one's upset about it. You no, know. no, but I, Kevin, you told me that he Charlie was a little upset about it, right? He, I mean, he, I do not have that information. I, I, I well, felt what like, information okay. do you have? The information I have is he was not happy the picture was out there. I didn't have any information. He was upset with you yeah. or anything like that. The information I got from Kevin Connolly, I was like, the picture looks pretty funny to me. It looks cool. And Connolly, I thought it was funny, but well, Connolly you know, goes, I, I get it. Connolly goes, well, Charlie doesn't look great, and Dylan and Depp look like Tyler Cameron. So <laughs> you don't know who that is, probably. But no, he's, what my my point of what I'm <laughs> saying is like when after seeing him yesterday and how well he's doing and how good he looks yeah that picture paints uh, an inaccurate portrayal of where he's at today yeah, now, yeah. by the way 
people take bad I pictures. I wouldn't post it again. I people take bad pictures. And by the way, <laughs> Dylan, I shouldn't, I shouldn't have posted dude, it. Dylan is a lot of things. You trust this guy with your fucking life. He's oh, a yeah. fucking man's yeah. man. And there's no fucking way Dylan. I, I can't even say the word. Wait, Leet. but what, what Dylan. Charlie, I'm it. sorry if you hear this one. I shouldn't have posted it. Right. But what but you I'm said. I'm pretty sure really I didn't post it first. But what you Otherwise, said is really got, funny, though. I would have got a lot more likes. Just so you know how Dylan is, because he really doesn't even. It's just, it's not a thought in his head. He goes, I won't post it again. Well, it's everywhere. Now. Right, you don't now have to you, post it Well, again. now you can no, post it. <laughs> no, I wouldn't I post it again. That's what I mean. I know what you're saying. Anyway, I loved There was definitely him. no ill intent on Dylan's part. No. Like, it was a cool picture with some old buddies that he did a movie You know with. what? If, if, if there's a bad photo of me, I don't really care that much. And but, also, you know, too, Doug, and Doug I, I love you, but Doug's the worst. Doug, Doug will take a picture and doesn't look at anybody but himself in the picture, and then he posts it. <laughs> I I'm also, like, yo, Doug, I, did you notice that I had one eye open? And one, like, <laughs> I also facetune myself and nobody else also. But did you, did you <laughs> see? Did you ever see that picture of the dogs? It's like six dogs. You facetuned your body no, in you Italy, see, it, which it's is like, disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> with a picture of me. I yeah. look like I'm his dad. I mean, he looks like a small child. He sucked his gut in. Gave no, him, he didn't him suck it. He tuned it, bro. He fucking he tuned it. He, he painted it out. out. He gave himself ass. I, I hit the muscle. Uh, uh, you can help me out a little bit, Doug. You but, know? You know, there's this picture. It's really funny. It goes around the internet. It's like six dogs, and all of them look like amazing. And one dog is like, ah, like this. And it says, you know, like, who cares what Annie looked like? But that's a lot of people do that. I actually don't. I look at everybody, and that's the facts. Oh, the also, too, but, you know, that. Dylan, I don't know if you know this, but I've seen it because people send it to me. But the the Sheen Depp Dylan photo has become a bit of a meme. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's the it's the kiss of death, bro. When it's a meme. Yeah. What do you mean meme? Like a, I knew you were gonna say. That. <laughs> I know what a mime is. It like no, a meme is like. How would you explain a meme? Uh, I mean, a meme. It's an, a visual image, and then usually they put some words like a on caption it, on. You know it, that right? says yeah. something like. And yeah. that that by the way, that caption is. Great fucking night. Because right. that's what yeah, it yeah. feels like. I mean, to me, we, it looks like I want to be it there. It was a super fun night. Yeah. I could have kept going. You know, one of the things that happens over at Action Park, because Connolly's got 40 programs going, I always feel him like, by the way, if I look at my phone during an interview, sometimes it's like, wrap it up. Okay? <laughs> so I was getting, even though I could have gone another hour with I, Charlie. I just didn't know how he was feeling. And in, well, and in by the way, he told me, he goes, right. you know what? I, it, that went so fast, that hour. And I think it was about an hour and a half, right? right. I don't know. It was an hour. And uh, he's like, I had so much more I wanted to say. Right. I said, well, come on back on. We, we, anytime you want. So I, I think he really had a good Time I think he once he realized that we weren't here to pull a sixty oh, where, minutes on. Where's friends? I he, said you could use this as a platform. You know, yeah. come back. I actually thought it was so awesome because, and a lot of people have said this to me. I was not interested in asking all the bullshit. Well, I, I, I don't care, dude. Like, Charlie Sheen talking about screen testing for the Patrick Swayze role in Red Dawn, yeah. and Emilio Estevez calling me and saying, "You sitting down? Tom Cruise yeah. is doing porn." Those stories to me blow any story about here was the Tiger shocker. Blood, the and shocker to me, which I can't believe I don't know this. To get ghosted by Oliver Stone. He's made two extremely successful, yeah. you know, legendary well, movies. Well, and Charlie him. was his guy. And yeah. I, I mean, I find that, which, you know, I, I probably behind the scenes, Cruz is I will tell you, blowing up. I will tell you point. what happened. The movie started to get expensive. Oliver's got a vision. It's it's part of the trilogy or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. It's a big it's a big one. Oliver wants more money and he wants more days. And the studios very simply says to him, hire Tom Cruise and you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. And I'll yeah, bet anything that's what happened. Yeah. 
But what I will say, you're giving him a pass on the fact that... Who, Oliver? Yeah. No, I'm not giving him a pass at all. I think it's a shitty thing to do. And the fact that he had to hear it from Emilio Estevez, yeah. who probably heard it you know, uh, at, at some meeting, Oliver should have called him and said exactly that. But how bizarre yeah. is it? Because you know, when people say his entourage realistic, it really was the scene with Chuck, who's, who's Connolly's best friend, but telling... Uh, um, yeah, you take Leo's table. He's in uh, <laughs> France meeting Cameron about some fish movies. Right? I mean, it's yeah, like, that's right. It's so unbelievably like real. You would hear that. Yeah. Like Emilio Estevez heard that in like a rumor circle and had to call his brother. Yeah. You got Charlie, which is so interesting to me. He's never watched Entourage. So he that's said amazing. he's six episodes well, in. He said five. But I. when do you say I am the fucking game? I feel like that was the grand finale. No, that was four. That was, that, I, I, that I, was four. I think he got through four. Or, or no, Busey and the Beach, that was. The six, that was okay. six. I believe Maybe it was did. five then. Maybe he did. So, but here's the question I have for you. He said he's Dalton. big time into it, too. He gets him, uh, I, he works out and watches him. It's keeping him in shape. I've got some ideas for something new for him, but I got a question for you, Kevin. I don't yeah. want to put you on the defensive. Charlie Sheen, I'm the fucking game pal. That was a good reading. What'd you think? <laughs> I, I got. He is the game. I, I got. A, I got uncomfortable for you, Dylan, because I'm on your side. But he sounded really fucking. <laughs> really, good like, we might have to do a side by side thing on Instagram. He committed. That would be to it. Us. He committed. Have a to vote. It. Have a vote. He committed. He, to by the way, he's who, good. Man. Who wore it better? We should do that. Who, who wore, wore it better? But I have another thought because uh, who wore it? And first. I don't even know. Again, I don't want to. I don't want to fanboy out about Chuck Sheen's fucking glorious hair. But God, this guy but no. Hair. But it, it's speaking about something else. Not his hair. We're you know this crew is getting a little older, and I Charlie is like our age, right? Is that where he's he is? my age? Yeah. So could Charlie not be Vince? I mean, <laughs> like if Vince doesn't want to be Vince, I mean, we get Charlie Sheen. Can you imagine the comeback story of that? Well, well, if the the storyline was everybody try to bring Charlie Sheen's career back, I mean that would be wild. Oh, you're yeah. saying. Yeah, not oh. as Vince, but as oh. as Charlie Sheen. Interesting and, story. And maybe here we go. Maybe I'm on a show working with him somehow. Yeah, you, we, you're no, now he, repping me. No, he, here's what it is. Here's what it is. You ready? Ari's got the project, and he's Ari says, "Look, I got a manager for you. He's kind of a, an animal, kind of small. He, he's little, but he's a good <laughs> manager. And he assembles the team, and we package a show for Sheen and drama. I, I, I don't know. I think that, yeah, yeah, this yeah. thing writes itself. Right. I mean, yeah. and I don't even know what to say. So we there basically, some ideas there, but it's sure. what's interesting is we're mixing. I can't even explain it. Well, That's the lines are blurry. Kevin Dillon is playing Johnny Drama, but Kevin Dillon is friends with Charlie Sheen. As is Johnny yeah. Drama. But Johnny Drama is also friends with Charlie Sheen and has a different, entirely different career because Johnny Drama was not in Platoon. The other, yeah. the other, <laughs> oh, that's, oh God, that's, this is, that's complicated. Yeah. The other crazy thing, that if Charlie does continue to watch the show, he's got a couple big surprises coming to yeah. him. One yeah. of them is the rim job. <laughs> it's Chuck Sheen. What was that I line? Mean, I'm trying what? to remember. The, I can't remember the exact it was like, line. She gives the best rim, best job, rim in job in Hollywood. It's Chuck Sheen. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. And then he's going to see that we did an entire season based on his life. The Sasha Gray season is based on Charlie Sheen. Well, we already kind of mentioned that. Right. But he's going to. I don't know that he understands the full. But you know what? I yeah. think that. Season. But that yeah. really speaks to something. And even though Charlie talked about, which is so crazy to me, Charlie Sheen and Gary David Goldberg, one of the great TV writers of all time make a pilot that goes nowhere. And then he becomes Two and a Half Men is top five most successful sitcoms ever made. I mean, right. this is a but, but multi-billion dollar thing. Spin City was his yeah. co sitcom yeah. coming out part. He stepped in for Michael J. Fox, and those are tough shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. it, it, they're, they're impossible shoes to fill. You got to fill it with... 
But he said he said Charlie Sheen, and then they said, "Wow, Charlie can do it." He said the ratings weren't great for that. They dipped. They had a couple years, whatever left. But Charlie Sheen came in, and it was like, "Wow." But my point to it is, is the talent is something. But there's that intangible that he is. He's a giant star, and even the reaction to him being on this podcast. Once a star, always a threat. (laughs) Yeah, big head too. Would he want to play himself? Do you think? Did you talk to him about that? Talk to him. He would want to play himself. I did not talk to him about playing himself in the Entourage movie. I talked about him playing himself in something else but we we talked about a whole bunch of different things mm-hmm. actually you know revisiting wild thing from major league and what that character is doing yeah. now but I've he's got a, retired i've got a, <laughs> yeah he's definitely he could but, be coaching but listen i coaching the, the minors the, that's good and, and i know we're we're jocking charlie sheen like and ridiculous stuff like that. but here's the other thing i want to say about my impression of him was accountability yeah, he, and it's funny too because we joked around i'm like that one go over your head doug he said there were 55 ways, right ways to do it. And I chose number 56. And he basically said, yeah, I I like to think that Chuck Lorre's accepted my apology. It was my fault. I don't know... I'm sorry. Man. Yeah. He said, you know, he yeah. just he cost took himself a lot of money. What I thought was weird about the whole thing is why does Connolly single out his uh, did it go over your head, Doug, comment? Yeah. You know, weird, because right? you looked at him like. <laughs> I don't even remember like, that. Do you remember that, Dylan? I just, I no. don't remember that. You I don't thought, remember him saying that? I remember well, Charlie what? saying how much he liked me. No, we're only talking about the going over my head part. The rest we remember. Yeah, right? Do you remember him yes. saying the 55 ways? He yeah, looked like this. Yeah, you yeah. had this like weird. You look like Stock Tip Day for a second. You're just confused. <laughs> I don't think so, but anyway, I well, we can watch the video. Throw that <laughs> I, on the compilation reel with the meltdowns. You know what? I really thought though that it was it was awesome. It was awesome to see someone. But you know what was really awesome about it to see someone recover because I, we all know people when you're with them who are fucking nuts. You just do, and that's why I was scared to go to lunch with them. And what I a hundred percent, I'm convinced, provided he stays off any drugs. He's ready to go to work. He's ready oh, to go yeah, to work. No doubt. And I think everybody should be wanting to get him back to work. So, yeah. And we joke around, and Doug, feel free to insert your jokes. We do a lot of, a lot of things here. There's lots of interviews, and there's lots of exciting moments, and, and sort of surreal, like, wow, that was crazy. But um, I just felt... I don't know. I felt really good about being part of that interview yesterday. I did too. I, I, I really liked Me too. it a lot. I was Me glad too. to make it happen for both of you. And by yes. the way, Doug, you know what? <laughs> you made it. You you sat Charlie Sheen down in the chair. You got yes, him. Yes, you did. And you got him to let his guard down. And he, he doesn't like do. I said it wrong. I said you know. I know you don't like pod. Well, he doesn't like doing podcasts. Doesn't mean it. But he did like. He had a good time. Had I a really good time know he did because we were interested in other things yeah. besides Tiger Blood and winning. And he just doesn't want to answer that because truth, he probably doesn't remember. Uh, to be honest, I I. Said if there's anything you don't like, we could cut you know cut it out. Right. And he's like, no, I'm cool with everything. But yeah. also too, like he's got to be careful. Move like this is his first podcast. Like you know, not everybody will do that. Like yeah. we're we're a friendly place, and I I hope other people listening. Can I tell you what I was yeah. disappointed by? You're the businessman. You're building a big company here. Charlie Sheen is built for a podcast. I mean, how do you not sign, seal, and deliver him to Action Park Media stockholders and say that's who's doing it? I just don't think he but wants that's, to But you go into that with that attitude. When I sat down at that lunch, he hates podcasts, and he hates Dylan over the picture. I'm just right. joking. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying, like, that's something you gotta sell. I, mean, I know that Charlie Sheen, which is also great for us, is, is a highly coveted podcast guest and we got him so but what do you what happens if i come in tomorrow and i go listen guys nothing's changing here you guys are my fucking goomba this is my home charlie sheen and i are doing a new podcast okay what happens then do you freak Connolly's face just dropped I, i'm just <laughs> thinking about how much money that would be i'm very excited about it you feel but, free to have but charlie it. has his own his own podcast company now he started a studio after he came Ooh. here he left and Ooh. said because everyone out there just so you know to start 
start a podcast studio is it costs nothing. I mean, you have to get successful stuff, but to start up, what was your startup costs here when you when you really got rolling? Because actually, you know what I want to yeah, talk to you about, nothing. Kevin. Look at this place. But well, Kevin. Kevin did it right. There's people who yeah. do it in their their well, you can, yeah, do it, you can do you, it cheap. You, you can, can do, do it. it yeah, you could do. I mean, you could do it for a couple hundred bucks. But I wanted to talk to you about something because it's the six figures. I wanted to talk to you about something else because Connolly and I and Dylan was there for a little bit, but I think he got bored by the business talk. But we went to lunch yesterday. I got one of my boys, Jake Steinfeld, who anyone one of the sharks body by Jake. Anyone who's older than 35 would know him. He ran the universe of fitness in the 90s, 80s, and he's an actor, but he's an incredible entrepreneur. Well, I was going to say like. I, Ironically, all that stuff takes a backseat to his business. Act, yeah, I mean, the right? guy's built businesses. He's got uh, this great, which we're going to drink it on the show and bulk up this don't quit. Uh, by the way, Ethan swears shake. by it. Oh, he does. So do I. I drink two a day. I gotta get. I gotta get in shape. I I gotta put on a couple of lbs of muscle. So anyway, what we were going through yesterday because Jake wants to come in. He wants to invest some money and see what he can blow it out. We don't need to get into that right now. But the story that Connolly told, which was so amazing to me, and I. But how you convinced anybody? Because Connolly got investors in the first place to get this. You didn't have any official podcast. No. You just had this vision. I want to start this business. So and and I just think for everybody listening out there, because I think podcasts are so important to anybody. Whatever you're doing right now, it's a cheap way to kind of Get your voice heard and do something. It's the new part of a brand, right? Yeah. So you got to have your your website and your and and you know a podcast is a good way to a good way to extend your brand. And Kevin, you were you were ahead of it by a, a not a lot by a little because it's yeah. moved so fast. A year, but when yeah. you were talking to me about it eighteen months ago, I was like, I, what, "What's a fucking podcast? What are you right. talking about this?" So, what was your vision, and how did you convince people to give you a check? I had this idea, kind of been sitting on it, and I remember one day I just I sat at home and I and. It's funny, too, because people will say to me, hey, do you, could you send me a copy of that mission statement? I, I never wrote a mission statement. <laughs> there's I, no Jerry Maguire. There's no Jerry Maguire mission statement. I just started to write down the idea of this idea that I had, and it was an incubator for intellectual properties, which would be, you know, if, uh, you know, again, like victory is a little more complicated, obviously, because it's entourage related. So there's different things there. But, you know, if you take Brilliantly Dumb, Robbie Berger's podcast, for example, you know, we we do this and now it's a, uh, now it's an intellectual property and somebody comes along and wants to do the sitcom, right? And now Action Park is producing a TV show, right? So it's a, it incubates ideas. I, I understand that, but you walk into but you're a saying meeting. like, how did I get- How'd you get someone to write you a check? I just, I was just passionate about the idea, you know? And I knew pretty specifically what I wanted and it evolved a lot. What I will say I misjudged is the video, right? Like yeah. The video uh, component of it is super important because of the social clips and that's how, that's the one thing- that yeah. if I were which, going by the back, way, everybody keeps different. asking, when are we going to be out on video? Which, well, it's funny. I think, well, there's two parts because we're going to do Ficto, which is going to be like little 10 minute episodes. It's going to be 10 minute episodes, but we got some animation. It's just going to be a cool take on on little clips of the podcast. That's going to be fun. But everybody wants to see full episodes on YouTube. And based on what I saw yesterday, I think we launch the Victory Action Park YouTube page with the Charlie Sheen episode. That's that's the way to go. People want to see that, yeah. see it in its entirety because the social clips don't even do it justice, you know. And yeah. it's an interesting thing because how the platform works and I'm glad you brought up Robbie Berger who, where is he? Is he here? He's, He's here somewhere. He's roaming, He's roaming around. Roaming around. So Robbie Berger, one of my favorite new people in the world who Connolly is turning into a giant fucking star. So what happens is I go out and I use my 20 year relationship of working with Jeremy Piven and, and being a part of his three Emmy wins and his three 
three Golden Globe nominations. And uh, the next thing I know, Robbie Berger has got him on his podcast, which is fine. Went through his publicist. I mean, what what is this? So anyway, it's all supposed to rise together. That's what this team is here for. But the next day... We got Piven on for two hours in this, this epic hilarious. episode. The next day, it's all over the press what Piven said on Robbie fucking Berger's podcast. <laughs> the brilliantly dumb show got his Piven clip got picked up by a bunch of news outlets and dug his devastated. What did he say? He didn't even say anything interesting. It wasn't even like a great clip. It wasn't like when he fucking said, you know, he thought he was a better actor than Kevin Dillon on our podcast, and nobody picked that nobody up. Nobody picked that up. That would have been picked But I also think that Robbie Berger... Oh, by that, the way, Dylan's Robbie Berger is in the... He's now in the control booth. We think he's holding the formula of how... To get it picked up. You yeah. think he's holding that information? I don't know, but up? get on the fucking mic, Robbie. Because then, like, of course, we get Charlie Sheen on the podcast. The next thing I know, Robbie Burger's Robbie's at lunch with up. Charlie well, Sheen. I, I'll and, tell you, I, I regretted that. I knew as soon as that got up and I saw Doug comment on it. So Robbie like, did not tag that. his Well, his, that's what it does. That's what, that's what Doug got Doug by the balls. I got to defend myself because I, us, I put us. it on the bottom. But Doug, Doug knows Instagram, and he knows oh, he loves it. Was, it would have been more effective had I put it in the caption, What's like in the text. Like, like I put it in the like, comments to where it's the first thing that you see when oh, it pops no, up. No, no, that's not how you this do it, Robbie. Totally. It, it, and by the way, I knew as soon as I saw it, and I soon, as soon as Doug came in, I said, "I'm fucked." Right. And let Doug, me tell you the worst Doug part about this. Was I, really sad about it. Well, let me tell you the worst part about this because Robbie, we, we, he's got a great podcast. We love him. But how is Robbie Berger posting Chuck Sheen and getting ten thousand likes, and Dylan gets eight thousand? Well, I mean, listen, if this, I can, <laughs> if I can be frank, yeah. he's just like younger and like he's cooler than cool, Dylan. He's like cool. I'm hey, not saying he's cooler, but oh, hey. he's a young guy. He's like that's what he does. You do a bunch of other things. He's not an action hero, <laughs> Dylan. He's not an action hero. Yeah, you're not going to fucking Jackson, Mississippi this week and leaving the podcast behind, motherfucker. Willis isn't playing, Bruce Willis isn't playing second fiddle to you in this upcoming picture, is he? I don't well, think anyway, so. I mean, he's now an employee of Action Park Media, and my thing is what I think. Robbie, can are- you teach Doug? How to get something picked up. Without a doubt. I, you don't even have to teach me. Go do it. Just get us picked up. <laughs> don't more teach me. Do it. I think it's Robbie. Anything you do in the confines of Action Park Media. Oh, I love this. You post every motherfucker that works here, okay? I don't care if it's stock tip, this and that. You let them you know. You don't have to post stock tip. The great thing about this company is, is you got a lot of young, cool people and with great hair, with fucking great <laughs> hair. They all have great hair, motherfuckers. I mean, Charlie, Charlie, you know, I actually was going to call him and ask him what his secrets are. About also, him. too, the thing that I thought was so funny, because Dylan, I had always heard that, too. But it was funny. I had always was under the impression your mother's. It's your mother's. Your mother's father. No, whatever head of hair. Whatever yeah. head of hair he's rocking is what you have to look forward yeah, to. It's but, not a guarantee. But he's got but exact hair as Martin Sheen. Yeah. I was like, he is does, Martin Sheen does. your mother as well? I mean, it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> and also, too. It's and then he's hair like, on both sides. Well, we bro. do not know who uh, my. I have not, not met my mother's father, so we don't know what he's wearing. But that's also with. the last thing to talk about because you do know the guy's a born. He is. He was a born star. He's dropping out of high school. He's throwing shit at teachers. I did shit like that. And then I like yeah. my life was over. My Charlie parents were was like, "What's your cut off?" Charlie go. was an OG bad boy. Yeah, no, he just was. He just, but but I mean, he just goes out of that. His parents are like, "Okay, this guy's life's over," and then he's off to movies. The, the, the thing that I wanted to dig deeper into because I still really don't have. I wanted to not in a competitive way, but I was just curious. I still don't understand the timeline with him and Emilio. Right? Emilio was famous first, first and yes. right. He, he was big, right? And then Charlie, like, not only caught up but overtook him, right? So the breakfast club put Emilio up here 
Yeah, Charlie. but he was already doing stuff before that. I mean, the uh, Mighty Ducks and, and no, of course, a bunch of movies. Oh, no, yeah, that he did. Said, but he did you know, right. a bunch of movies with my brother Matt. Those two did like three movies together. Right. The Outsider, Tex. Right. Oh, that's right. He was in The Outsider. Uh, you know what? There's I another think, one. Here's the idea. I would have just loved to talk a little bit more because you could tell that's all love there. And there's a deep respect and admiration. But And I also thought it was funny, too, because Charlie Sheen, at the time that they shot Young Guns, was the biggest star. And he dies early. And he knew, he knew what page he died on which was interesting yeah but the idea of Kiefer sutherland and emilio estevez like yo charlie come on man you gotta do it you know yeah, they, they yeah. peer pressured him into doing the role he had to do it it's his brother and all his best right, friend I'll like all right it. well how many days is it all right i'll go about the nevada well, and be the first one killed yeah. i'm the biggest star out here <laughs> well i think what the three of us are gonna do is bum rush charlie again i want to bring him back i had more to say like i said connelly even though he wasn't doing this and told me after but i always feel his like wrap it up well because up. i didn't know what charlie was feeling if don't I worry about it how the guest is feeling. Oh, yeah, like, forget about the guest. Don't worry about the guest. Who cares what <laughs> No, 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 I'm not joking. What I said to Conley before, because Conley started texting me in the middle of the fucking night, stressing me out, don't ask about this. Don't. I said, please, please let me do what I do and let me make him comfortable the way I do it, and hopefully it works. But if it doesn't, he'll storm out or he'll do whatever. Would have been our first walkout. So I think it's... <laughs> Wouldn't be? Would have been. Okay. I think it's important, as you guys know, as actors, and I'm not suggesting I'm anything other than what, what I am, which is really interested and curious to talk to these people. I think it's just like, we we do what we do, and hopefully they like us, and we go from there. All but. that stuff though about the, dot, the the angel game and buying out the bleachers and like him being friends, I, I could have talked about just that whole period yeah, forever. Yeah, I thought yeah. it was great. And, I think know. he had more to say. Yeah, he did. Yeah. We're gonna get. We're gonna get. Well, that's back. what I was gonna say, Doug. How long do you wait before you throw the feelers back out there about round two? I threw it out the next day because he said he said I had such a great time. I'll come back anytime. And I go, how about tomorrow? But I wrote a ha, and he wrote ha back. And I'm like, <laughs> and then I kind of let it sit there. So it's I don't. Probably know a good idea. That was good. You, but, didn't, you didn't do too much. You know yeah. what I got to do? You want to wait? Let some time go by. Yeah, yeah. You bring give him a couple. Weeks. You know what I got to do? I gotta because he's excited about the idea. I said for a show. I gotta actually do what I hate, which is right. I got to come up with some good ideas and then go, let's have a meeting about the show, which by the way, the show, it really could be great. I'm excited about it, but that's real work to get them back in here and have a fun conversation. That's more fun. So hopefully we'll do that. But uh, I feel like Charlie Sheen liked me. Um, I didn't see that. I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't either. You know, he mentioned, you know, what he said afterwards also. He said, I had such a great time. Say goodbye to Dylan. He said that. So I don't know. I don't know if that was intentional or he said goodbye to you personally. Was yeah, there he a- came to the booth. <laughs> he came into the booth to say goodbye to me. Well, anyway, I was excited about it. I'm excited for hopefully us to get some more great guests on. But- good. That might be a game changer for, I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm hoping it might be a game changer for us for this to be like a destination where people can come and feel comfortable and tell yeah. those kinds of stories without feeling like they're sitting in front of Mike Wallace. And you know what? Spread the word. And you know what? DM all your favorite celebrities and tell Jesus. them they should come do our podcast because <laughs> none of us like to reach out to anybody because we don't. We like we hate asking people for shit. And, it's yeah. tough. But that was great. So anyway, thanks, guys. That was good. Dylan. Wraps up another episode of Victory the Here Podcast. Here goes again. But Dylan, <laughs> yeah. Dylan, break a leg on this movie. We're excited Thank you, bro. to see it. Hopefully, Congratulations. Hopefully we'll get well, you on I, Zoom. I, yeah, you guys got to give me a little package. Yeah. We're going so to uh, give you a package. A when are you heading package. out? you heading out? Uh, Friday. Okay, we're going to get it to you today. Yeah. Awesome. And if We're not, we'll just replace you with Jerry. Exactly. All right. Thanks. All right. Victory <laughs> the Podcast. Doug Allen. Follow us at Victory the Podcast page. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Victory. Conley. Oh, shit. I stepped on it. One more time. Kevin Dillon. <laughs> I thought I was waiting for you, Doug. Doug Allen. Victory the Podcast page. Kevin Dillon. Kevin Connolly. <laughs> I, think, I think this is great. I don't even think you should edit <laughs> One more time. One more time. Last time ready. Doug Allen. Follow us. Victory the Podcast page. Kevin Dillon and Kevin Dillon Official. 
Kevin Connolly. Victory. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that was horrible. I don't know, know, I don't know where to put the victory. Did you see what he just did? I don't know where my dad is. He goes, where to he put goes the like victory. this, Kevin Connolly, and he's pointing at you. What was he supposed By to By the way, also, too, I don't know if you guys listened to the Charlie Sheen episode, Kevin. I'm Kevin Kurigian in the Gib booth. I'm about to expose you. Oh, we stole an early victory from Dylan, and we swapped it out because we thought it was better. <laughs> he, yeah, we took it all like a, just kind of like Irish cricket. It's like, you know, it's, the, it's evolved, right? Yeah. But, but in those first couple of, it was like, you were like victory oh, at the yeah, top yeah, of your list. So we swap them out once so in a while. Think I got you. Is, I got Dylan's you. not bringing it. Is what <laughs> no, I'm not saying No, that. no, I hear you. I you hear you. Dylan, give us a good one so we can leave properly. Victory!